do not necessarily represent those of this station. Now programming for Toronto's Irish community on AM 1430 Fairchild Radio. Introducing a lager with substance from Guinness. New Guinness Black Lager. Cold brewed and fire roasted for a taste that truly stands out. Guinness Black Lager. It's a lager less ordinary. Please enjoy responsibly. Well, a very good morning, folks. Welcome to Keologus Crack here. Another wonderful Saturday morning. And it is. we are getting stuck in to our favourite month of the year, Kenny. It is mighty. It's full of activity. There's no excuse for people to be sitting around saying, I have nothing to do tonight yeah. or tomorrow night or any other night. Big event tomorrow in the town. Big event tomorrow in the town. Mr. Eddie our, Brett has been honoured. Our favourite men, yeah. Irish Person of the Year. Yes. Pride of Waterford. One. Looking forward to it now. Always uh, look forward yeah, to that, that event. Be, and, uh, I, think, I think we'll have a bit of fun. Listen, I have some breaking news here from Abu Dhabi. I, I can't wait to get it off my chest. This has come across the teletext, did it? It came across the teletext, teleprompter. Um, but um, we had Yvonne in here a few weeks we ago. We did, indeed. And um, I am delighted to report, and a lot of people maybe who are uh, dialed into social media may already know, but the Canadian ladies have actually won the World um, Gaelic Games uh, Tournament out there they defeated the Middle East in the final they beat South Africa in the semi-final so they went through the entire tournament unbeaten and I think that's a marvellous feat for them and I think it's wonderful for Canada it's wonderful for the GA in Canada and it's wonderful for all the ladies who, who helped organise that so congratulations to uh, to them and um, and uh, now they can go and enjoy uh, the sights of Abu Dhabi lovely yes. stuff on the, men, on the men's side, I'm a little bit unclear on how things went, but uh, I think in the group stages, um, they um, did not fare too well. I think they were in tough, um, but I believe they moved on to a plate uh, event. So I'll try and get some details on that before the end of the show. Will you? Will but, they work um, on that? I'll work on that, but congratulations to the uh, Canadian ladies. Great ah, victory good, altogether. Good, good stuff. Well done. All right. Well, the big news, of course, last week had to have been uh, the Ireland-England rugby game and uh, Sunday, a very, very hard game, but Ireland defeated England. Mighty, a mighty win. And indeed. still on target for both the Triple Crown and indeed for the Grand Slam, so it'll be fantastic if we can couple of A couple of big that. games yeah, left, for okay. sure. So, uh, yeah, and I think there's rumour that maybe even Jamie Heaslip will be back for the Wales game, which would be uh, phenomenal. And uh, yesterday uh, was the start of uh, the Irish Premier League. It's back on, and I know that doesn't really hit your radar too much, <laughs> but uh, always was uh, great memories for me heading off on a, on a Sunday when it was back then, I suppose, off to see the Rovers. And uh, my boys play Cork today. But there was a few games on the schedule last night. Uh, Dundalk defeated Longford, one nothing, and Shamrock Rovers beat St. Pat's, one nothing, and Derry beat Galway, 2 nothing. And today, as I mentioned, Sligo Rovers play Cork, Limerick plays Bowes, and Bray play Drogheda. Wow. And uh, just back on the rugby front there, there was heartbreak for Connacht last night. I they heard were about over this. In, uh, over in uh, Cardiff, and uh, they were playing the Cardiff Blues and ended up, unfortunately, losing with the last play of the game. They lost 18-17, and uh, the old... Uh, Connacht coach was uh, 
was pretty uh, annoyed with the touch judge because uh, he was claiming that that shouldn't have been a score. But anyway, they lost, uh, lost that. Munster are on right now. We'll uh, update you on the score a little bit later on that. And Leinster later on today play Scarlets and Ulster play tomorrow against Newport Dragons. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. Now, there was a few fellas losing their cool. A couple of Irishmen lost their cool yesterday. You have to tell us about this now, yeah. So Mr. McElroy did something now that isn't uh, or shouldn't be done by a golfer at all. But he uh, took his three iron and he he flung it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the comment actually. I saw he, so he threw it on the into the water on the 18th uh, down there in Florida. Or uh, sorry, in uh, in yeah, Florida down in yes, Miami. Yes, uh, he was a little frustrated. Ended up bogey in the hole, and uh, it's all captured now. He said he wouldn't <laughs> be advising young young kids. He regrets it now, but he said it felt good at the time. And boy, do I know that feeling. <laughs> And uh, Robbie Keane, who uh, the MLS started their uh, their league yesterday, uh, the season has started up, and he was a little frustrated. He started kicking the goalpost because he was <laughs> suspected of a foul and then went on to volley home a, a beauty, but celebrated in a very unusual and ungentlemanlike fashion. So we'll just leave it there anyway. <laughs> very good. All right. Good stuff. Uh, hey, track and field, by the way. Uh, John Travers, Dubliner uh, John Travers, is in the final at the 1500 metres in the uh, European Championships in Prague tomorrow. And unfortunately, Danny Mooney of Donegal just missed out. But uh, another Donegal man, Bally Buffet's Jason Quigley, needed less than two minutes to knock out uh, L- uh, Lenny Dadar. Uh, in a uh, middleweight fight in LA last night and uh, he just he did he knocked the block off him you're a fierce man for the news here altogether isn't that something now right well we kick off here with a bit of music oh it's about time and um, here's uh, the Dublin City Ramblers and uh, Lake Isle of Inishfree I've met some folk to say that I'm a dreamer And I've no doubt There's truth in what they say But sure a body's bound to be a dreamer When all the things he loves are far away Precious things are dreams unto an exile. They take him o'er the land across the sea, especially when it happens he's an exile from that. When the moonlight peeps across the rooftops of this great city, wondrous though it be, I scarcely feel its wonder or its laughter. I'm once again. Free. 
Very good. Listen, um, we were having a couple of technical issues here in the room, but um, wanted to also it. mention that uh, you wouldn't know it at all. But um, uh, rest in peace, um, uh, Jim McCann passed ah, away this yeah, week. Poor uh, Jim, Jim McCann. McCann at the age of 70 years of age. And we'll, we have a few tunes lined up here if we get things sorted in the studio. We'll get that done. And um, also wanted to mention a little bit. <clears throat> I know we'll have a little blurb here from the Belfast Lounge, but uh, Colin called me and told me to mention to the listeners as well that um, he's having a big party on St. Patrick's Day from noon to 2 a.m. He's bringing in, Kenny, listen to this, the Irish dancers, the fiddles, the accordions, the traditional favourites on the stove. And also I wanted to mention that you and I might make an appearance in oh, there well at some stage. Why so wouldn't we? uh, we'd be signing autographs there uh, for that part of it. And he's got a Danny Williams band coming in to play. Oh, so brilliant. that should be a bit of fun. That's great. We'll be there for sure. And um, we also wanted to mention that there's a there's a um, an interview that we uh, will be conducting with our friend a golfer. Yes, yeah. Very Finally, we it. caught him. We caught him, and he'll be coming so we'll on here. Shane Hopefully, Lowry. now he'll be uh, available. Now he won't let us down or anything His like that. His tea time huh? is at eleven fifty-five today, so um, all right, we'll have him sorted out. Don't worry. Okay, good. Well, that's uh, that's magic. Can't wait to uh, chat to Shane. Ah, so we're going to. Um, uh, we'll go into uh, what have we have we got the the tunes all lined up there. Do. Do you play the Jim Why don't we start out at that Jim McCann song and the wonderful voice of Jim McCann here? And um, if we could play uh, Carrick Fergus when it's ready to go there. All right, good luck. I wish I. Valley Grand 
But the sea is wide And I cannot swim over And neither have I The wings to fly I wish I Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. For Monoman, Brendan Dolan and his team welcome you to the Irish Shabine Pub, Etobicoke's newest Irish pub at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. The Irish Shabeen has been inspired by tradition and a desire to bring you the best possible Irish pub experience. Enjoy our warm interior decor that includes a large bar area and a variety of cozy spots to call your own. 
Our menu has a wide variety of delicious pub fare, and we also offer a schedule of weekly live entertainment. The Irish should be in concede over 150 patrons, and we also offer a cozy 25-seat centennial boardroom with a fireplace and a 60-inch flat screen for meeting and presentations. This unique space is ideal for your special event, team, or association meetings. Drop in anytime and say hello to Brendan and his friendly team or give us a call at 416-695-9178. Once again, the Irish Shabine is located at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. All right, it's time to go off to Ottawa and get a bit of the good news from Ireland with Desmond Devoy. Good morning, Desmond. Good morning, lads, and good morning, folks. Desmond Devoy here with the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our good friends at Aer Lingus. Here are the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. Well, the next general election is shaping up to be an interesting one with lines already being drawn in the sand. RTE News reports that delegates to the Sinn Féin Ard Fashion Dairy City this weekend have already voted not to enter into a coalition government headed by either Fine Gael or Fianna Fáil. The delegates also voted in favour of a motion stating that members of the British monarchy should not be invited to attend the 1916 Easter Rising Centenary Commemorations next year. In a speech to delegates last night, Northern Ireland's Deputy First Minister, Martin McGuinness, said that the issue of allowing abortions in cases of fatal fetal abnormalities in the Republic was an important one to discuss. That motion will be discussed this weekend. In a related story, the Herald reports that Taoiseach and Kenny will likely call a general election for some time in February of next year, with an election call coming either during or after the Fine Gael Ard Fesh on January 22nd and 23rd. In other news this morning, a printing company in County Louth has decided that it will not print the wedding invitations of a gay couple looking to tie the knot this coming August. Beulah Print said this week that, quote, We are not against homosexuals, however we do not support gay marriage, which printing wedding invitations would do. Drahada-based hairdresser Jonathan Brennan, 29, is set to marry his partner of eight years, John Kierons, in a civil union ceremony this summer in Selbridge, County Kildare. But he was understandably upset. I am a Catholic man, I have faith, and the decision by Beulah Print has hurt me, he said. The print shop had printed promotional materials for his business before. Well, this week in Irish history, following on the election talk up at the top, we recall that on March 7, 1957, Fianna Foyle returned to power power under Eamon de Valera, winning 78 seats. On March 6, 1918, Irish nationalist leader John Redmond, who won home rule for Ireland in 1912, dies. On March 3, 1942, American troops began arriving in Northern Ireland. They would later serve in North Africa during the Second World War. On the same day in 1977, Ronan Keating of Boyzone fame is born. March 2, 1979, saw the death of Cloyne County Cork-born hurling great Christy Ring, who won eight All-Ireland Hurling Championships during his 25 years with the team. Finally, on March 1, 1952, Ireland's international soccer manager Martin O'Neill is born in County Derry. On the same day in 1981, IRA volunteer Bobby Sands begins his hunger strike at Longkesh Prison, which would see him die 66 days later. In health news this morning, a new mother in Northern Ireland is criticizing the health service for not doing enough for twins born prematurely there after she was shunted between four hospitals over four days while in labor. Eleanor Brown, 24, from Bangor, County Down, was expecting twins with her husband, Ross, when she went into labor at 31 weeks with the babies in a breech position. 
She was first admitted to the Ulster Hospital in Dundonald, County Down, on February 23rd with preterm labour. She had gone to all of her regular appointments there, but upon admittance was told that the hospital did not have the facilities to look after the babies. So she was transferred to the Jubilee Clinic at Belfast's Royal Victoria Hospital, where she was kept overnight. She was then discharged when staff were able to slow her labour. On February 25th, her contractions started again, only for her to be told that no proper facilities were available at the Ulster Hospital, so she was sent to the Craigavon Area Hospital in County Armagh. By now, she was having contractions every seven minutes and was two centimetres dilated. To make matters worse, after the transfer, she was told that Craigavon would not have the facilities to look after her babies and that she would have to transfer yet again, this time to the Alt-McElvin Hospital in County Derry. Finally, her water broke and she underwent an emergency cesarean section. Katie and Emily, both weighing eight pounds each, are still in the intensive care unit in Derry. A few days after the birth, hospital staff then wanted to send Emily to the Ulster Hospital. Needless to say, her mother said no. My experience makes me feel that Northern Ireland is simply not equipped to cope with premature twins, she told the Belfast Telegraph. Well, we now have a related, though far happier story from the very young to the very old. Five Irish siblings have set the world record for each living more than a century. Madge Fanning put her siblings over the top last May when she turned 100 in Scarries, County Dublin. Her oldest brother, Joe Clark, was born in 1901, 13 years ahead of his sister. In between, there were three author brothers, Charles, Pat and James, who between the five of them have lived more than 504 years. But it gets better. Their mother had also made the century, so it must run in the genes. The family collected the Guinness World Records certificates this past month. The Clark children were all born in County Galway to a cattle farming family in Mulla. From the original 13 children in the family came a further 79 children and, wait for it, 213 grandchildren. Joe lived to 101, Charlie to 100, Pat to 102, James to 103, and Madge to 100. Give it another two years, and they may be joined in the Century Club by Sister Sheila, the last surviving sibling, who is 98. Madge told the Irish Times that she never smoked or drank, and if you want to live a long life, quote, never give out about anybody or speak badly about anybody. You should speak nicely about everyone. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends over at Aer Lingus, Ireland's airline, which is now operating year-round service from Toronto to Ireland with connections from more than eight Canadian cities. Now you can enjoy Aer Lingus's legendary Irish service, all at a welcoming price. Why not plan a trip and start an adventure with the Aer Lingus summer sale to Ireland? Fly from Toronto to Dublin from $799 round trip. Air transportation charges, taxes and fees are included. Travel select dates from July 1st to August 22nd. Book by March 19th. Find out more at www.airlingus.com. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with Keolagus Crack. So until next week, folks, Slán go foil.
Right, Ken, well, listen, we've been threatening to have this man on here for a while, and uh, it's been a great week for Irish golf with Mr. Harrington winning the Honda Classic last week. And, of course, um, we're hoping for more of the same from this man this week. Definitely. And, and definitely into the future. And uh, joining us on the line now is the pride of Clara County Offaly. He's down playing at the World Golf Championship down in Doral in Miami, Florida. Shane, thanks for joining us. How are you doing today? I'm good, lad. Thanks for having me. Very good. Well, listen, before we talk about your own uh, career and accomplishments there, I wanted to just ask you very quickly about, um, uh, you must be delighted for Porig's win last week. Have you talked to him, or have you had any feedback from him at all? Yeah, I was. Um, I was actually in Palm Beach last weekend as well. And I went for dinner with him on Sunday night before the day finished on Monday. So I was there for dinner with him on Sunday night, and I get on really well with Porig, so... Um, God, I don't think there's anyone anyone that was happier than me to see him win, and it was, I mean, it was amazing for him. And I think it's, as he said himself in a few interviews on Monday, it's gonna, it's kind of rejuvenated his career now. You know, um, you know, the, he said himself his majors were life changing, but this win is career changing. So, you know, it, it'll keep him out on tour for another few years, and 
he's a great person for me to have around and to be able to bounce things off. And like I said, I get on great with him, and he's very helpful towards me. Oh, that's brilliant. That's uh, that's fantastic, Shane. Hey, Ed, another one, of course, with uh, Darren Clark been appointed as Ryder Cup captain. Myself and Mark are big fans of the Ryder Cup. We've been to plenty of them. And uh, just wondering if that's one of your goals now to uh, to make the, the, the team. Does it give you a little bit of extra incentive? Oh, yeah. Like, uh, you know, I, I, I was doing my best and I thought I'd, I'd, I'd give a good go at making McGinley's team, but, you know, that didn't happen. And, yeah, this next Ryder Cup is definitely uh, on on the agenda for me. And, you know, with Darren being captain, him being Irish, and I, I get on well with him as well, and I, I know him quite well, so... Um, yeah, it's it's definitely a, one of the main goals for me for the next two years. Because if I can do that, um, you know, there'll be a lot of things that are going right for me um, in golfing terms. So that, that hopefully I can do that, and hopefully I can I can make a team, and not only make the team but play well and, and contribute to a European win. So listen, Shane, it's been an, inc- an incredible run for you now. You're up to 42 in the world rankings, and you've also played your way into the hallowed Augusta. Where does that rank for you in terms of some of your career goals? And have you ever actually played Augusta before? No, I've actually never played. So, yeah, it, it was massive for me at the back end of last year, you know, getting into the top 50 in the world and, and getting, um, you know, my invite to Augusta because it was the only major I hadn't played in, the only real, the only tournament that I hadn't played in, really. Um, you know, I played in all the other big ones, so... Uh, yeah, to, to play in Augusta is going to be uh, amazing. It's going to be, you know, I don't know what to expect when I get there. Um, you know, I'm expecting it to be as good as everyone says, if not better. Um, you know, I'm just really looking forward to the week. I've got a crew coming over with me if a house rented. And, uh, yeah, just looking forward to a really good week. And, you know, but hopefully I can I can play well and hopefully I can do well. and. Um, you know, I wouldn't be going to tournaments like that. I know it's only my first time going there and to say that rookies never win, but I wouldn't be going there if I didn't think I had a chance of winning. So, um, yeah, really looking forward to the week, but, you know, hoping to do well as well. Uh, we'll certainly be cheering you on, that's for sure. You know, I don't know if you know this or not, but there's uh, about 14% of the Canadian population, they, they claim that they're Irish or of Irish heritage. And, of course, the Canadian Open is on out here. We're just wondering maybe if uh, one of these days we might see you up here in Canada playing a bit of golf. Yeah, I hope so. Um, you know, one of the main goals for me is to get my PGA Tour card. So, obviously, the Canadian Open is, is on the PGA Tour schedule. So, down the line, hopefully, uh, there's no plans to play it this year. But hopefully, in the next few years, I can make my way up to, uh, up to Canada to play up there. be nice. Good man. Well, you've played three events this year, three cuts made, uh, one top ten. Does the does the game does the does the uh, does the game kind of suit uh, suit well out here, Shane? Or, or what do you attribute to the, the the performance of you know the three events you have played in? And you're you're kind of uh, top third of the pack even so far down at the World Golf Championship. Do you do you find it suits the game a bit more here? Yeah, I mean, I'm of the opinion really if you play well. You'll do well anywhere in the world, no matter what golf course it is, no matter what tournament it is. So, yeah, I've just, I've, you know, I've come over here. I've had a good winter off, and I'm um, lucky enough that, you know, I managed to come out and play quite well. And uh, I've kicked on from last year. Really, I played lovely for the last six months of uh, last year, and you know, 
came into Tory Pines and finished seventh there, and then done quite well at Pebble Beach, only only for a bad back nine. But yeah, doing doing quite well there again this week. And um, yeah, the, the golf courses in America, you know, suit real good good drivers of the ball, which is probably the main strength of my game. So um, yeah, I could see myself doing well over here and and you know making a good living and hopefully winning some tournaments and uh, you know playing. Playing here on both the European tours will be kind of the ideal scenario for me. Uh, yeah, we don't know, but maybe you're planning on uh, playing a bit of golf through the summer here. You know, it gets fierce hot out this uh, this side of the world. Just wondering if that old beard is going to last it through the summer, Shane. Uh, it's quite warm down here in Miami this week, so it's doing uh, well to last a week this week. It's not too bad. It's, um, uh, I shaved it off uh, actually about this time last year and I was, I was never disappointed about doing anything in my life. I, <laughs> I grew it back straight away. So I think it'll be it'll be staying for a while. The, the missus is happy with it and that's the main thing. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we were just looking on Paddy Power there and we saw that um, Mr. McElroy is at 4-1 to one and you're at 100-1. to one. Where's the safe money, Shane? We have 5 euro here. Where are we going to put this thing? <laughs> No, well, I'm not going to tell you to back against me, am I? <laughs> you, get, you get better value than me. <laughs> well, we we um, we were talking earlier. We took the trip down to Rochester. It's not far from Toronto, Shane. And we actually uh, we're one of the few lads following yourself and uh, and Darren Clark there down at Rochester. So uh, we had a bit of fun. You, you didn't happen to notice the fellow wearing the Offaly jersey following you for eighteen for eighteen holes, did you? Probably I, I did. I, do you know what? America is a great place to come because there's so many Irish people here, and, and there's not a week that passes where there's someone doesn't turn up in an Offaly jersey. Um, so it's uh, yeah, probably I, 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 it happens so much. I, I don't really remember that one, but I'm sure I seen it at the time. Yeah, no, there wasn't too many words spoken between the two of you that day. I don't think it was. Uh, it was a career round. At no, all. I, think, I think Clark is. Clarky was having a bad day and I had a good one. That kind of when that happens, it's normally um, you know that's normally the way it goes. Yeah, yeah, indeed. So uh, we're uh, we're going to be down to uh, we're down in in Florida on a bit of a, an old holiday in the coming weeks, and we'll be down at the Arnold Palmer, and we understand you might be playing in that one. So uh, you know if you, if I you am have, indeed. I, yeah, I am. Uh, we, that, we'll catch up when you're down. Yeah, maybe we can treat you to an old pint or something like that. <laughs> Uh, you never know. On the Sunday night, uh, not the week. On the Sunday night. Oh yeah, when you when, when you have when you have the trophy under your arm. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, Shane, thanks a lot. You're uh, you're you're great for doing this, and um, of course, uh, we have a, a mutual friend over there in in uh, in Abbey Leaks that uh, that helped us out with this. But really appreciate you coming on the show, and the Irish listeners will really really appreciate hearing hearing from you for sure. No problem, lads. Anytime. Thanks a million, Shane. Thanks a little, Shane. There were people of all ages Gathered round the gable wall Poor and humble men and women Little children that you call We are gathered here before you And our hearts are just 
filled with joy at such a vision as we praise your name. Golden Rose, Queen of Ireland, all my cares and troubles cease as I I gaze upon your vision and the truth I try to find. Here I stand with John the teacher and with Joseph at your side and I see the Lamb of Now, the Belfast Lounge has been the go-to place in Mississauga for great food, great ambiance, and a traditional Irish welcome. Located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton, Colin McCullough and his staff will be pleased to welcome you to an Irish bar and restaurant that evokes memories of some of Ireland's great classic pubs. You can choose your spot at the bar, dine in the comfortable restaurant section, or just stretch your legs in the cozy lounge area. 
The cuisine of executive chef Colin is renowned, whether you are dropping in for a fast pub grub lunch or a more leisurely evening dinner with family and friends. We look forward to seeing you at the Belfast Lounge, an Irish oasis in Mississauga. Call us at 905-212-9048 for group bookings or to find out our upcoming entertainment schedule. We're located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton Avenue. Great stuff. Well, uh, we uh, speaking to Lady Anak and, uh, and the wonderful people at Mayo. They had a great pub night last weekend, and Valerie was telling us they raised over two thousand uh, dollars for the Mayo Roscommon Hospice. So, That's uh, congratulations to all the folks at Mayo there. Great cause. Well, listen, um, Desmond picked up a story last week that he had sent to me uh, about a man down in uh, in New York. His name is Kevin Wesley. And um, he pulled off an awful, an awful thing altogether. Huh? And I'm not going to ruin the story for the right. listeners because we managed to get a hold of this fella. And um, I'm going to actually have him tell the story about what he did. Cool. He's actually a well-known um, gale down in that part of the world. Very involved with the Irish community. He has a very long bio, which has a very Irish core to it. And he joins us on the line now. Kevin, how are you doing? Good morning here. I'm doing very well. Thanks for having me on your program. <laughs> I have to tell you, I'm not going to ruin it for the listeners, but, but you have to tell us the story, the Walmart story that, 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 uh, that, that hit the headlines last week. Give us the scoop there. Well, it started last year. I happened to be in Walmarts, and they had a display of shirts for St. Patrick's Day. And um, a lot of them were very nice, you know, Celtic designs and things like that. But then they had a whole bunch of them that uh, just reinforced the Irish stereotype of uh, drinking. So uh, I asked that they be taken off the shelves, and the local person said, well, it's really corporate's responsibility. When I contacted corporate, they said just the opposite. So I went back last year, and I bought up all the offensive shirts and had about $850 worth, and uh, I returned them the day after St. Patrick's Day for a full (laughs) refund. And unfortunately, the same thing happened this year. So this year I'm up to about $400 worth of offensive T-shirts. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, and they willingly and I suppose they had no choice their return policy is such that uh, they had to accept them back because they weren't worn or untouched that was the deal exactly yeah <laughs> and I'm, I'm asking everyone else to do the same thing and uh, if you find the offensive shirts I first ask the uh, store manager to take them off the shelf if they don't buy them up put them in the boot of your car and then on uh, March the 18th save the receipts and bring them back <laughs> Good man. Well, so Kevin, you're um, uh, somewhat of an icon down there. What part of New York are you in? You in Long Island, is it? Yes, I, I live on uh, Long Island. And, and what's I have a, an Irish radio program myself every Saturday night down here. And what's your show called? It's uh, That's How I Spell Ireland on uh, Radio Hofstra University. All right, and it's one hour? Yeah, uh, three hours. Three hours. Oh, good man yourself. Yep. Very good, very good. Uh, that's fantastic. And your uh, what's your background yourself? Uh, the closest I come to Ireland is my mother's mother. She was from Tempo in Fermanagh. But I've been certified to teach Cayley dancing. I've been doing it for over 30 years, and I've been DJing for over 20 years. Oh, fantastic. Good man. Did you get back there much? We were just back last uh, summer. I qualified for the All-Ireland uh, Flockhill Singing Competition oh, my. in Sligo. Oh, come on. I'm from Sligo. So lovely area. Really Thank is. you very much. Are you going to go back? Uh, will you be back this summer for, for it again? It's back in Sligo again this year, this uh, this summer. Yeah, it's going to be in Sligo again. As a matter of fact, apparently they're going to try and get it for 2016. But uh, we'll see. I mean, if I qualify, maybe I will. Good man. I might see you over there then. I think I'll be heading over to it. 
great, terrific. And has your story been picked up by several people? Are we one of many? Oh, yeah, uh, it's amazing. Uh, <laughs> ever since the article broke in the Irish Central uh, called The Irish Voice, it had over 10,000 shares, and I've been on five or six uh, radio shows in Ireland. Um, I've been on several um, uh, network TV uh, networks down here in New York. So, uh, And that's part of the thing. I wanted people to start discussing this, you know, and apparently uh, – uh, some people want to strangle me, you know, but oh, yeah. uh, that's okay too, you know. <laughs> well, Kevin, thanks a lot for doing this, and I'm really glad we had an opportunity to to chat with you today. And um, good luck with your radio show. If you want, if you ever want us to reciprocate and and have a chat with you about what's going on up in this part of the world, we're happy to do it as well. And uh, maybe we that can talk again sometime. Let, let me know how many shirts you buy. Okay, sounds right. good, Kevin. Good you. <laughs> Take care. Good luck. Take care. The Garden of Eden has vanished, they say But I know the lie of it still Just turn to the left at the bridge of Finay And stop when halfway to Coat Hill is there I will find it I know sure enough When fortune has come to my call The grass, it is green Around Valley Jim's Duff And the blue sky is over it all Tones that are tender And tones that are rough Come whispering over the sea Come back, Paddy Riley To Valley James Duff Come home, Paddy Riley To me told me the day I was born the day that I first saw the light I looked down the street on that very first morn and gave a great crow of delight now most newborn Appear in a hope and start with a sorrowful squall. But I knew I was born in Ballyjinda, and that's why I smile on them all. That baby's a man now. He's toil-worn and tough Still whispers come over the sea 
Come back pretty royally to Bally James Duff. Come home pretty royally to me. This is Tommy Tiernan and you're listening to Ken August Mark on Kjol August Crack. Why? Uh, the man himself, Tommy Tiernan, and he's coming to town in April and uh, we want to give away a couple of tickets to the show. So if you can tell us what county Tommy is from, send us an email at ken at saturdayirishradio.com and uh, we'll give you two tickets to the show and it's on uh, April the 16th in, uh, in our city Fantastic. Here. Introducing a lager with substance from Guinness. New Guinness Black Lager. Cold brewed and fire roasted for a taste that truly stands out. Guinness Black Lager. It's a lager less ordinary. Please enjoy responsibly. All right, folks, there's plenty going on in the city. Tonight is the last night to get in and see Elvis's Toenail. That's the Toronto Irish Players current production and it's on at 70 Berkeley Street in Toronto if you don't have tickets give them a call quick 416-440-2888 and also the Toronto Irish Film Festival is happening this weekend at the Bell Lightbox Theatre. And tonight, uh, from 8pm to 12, there's an open door Cayley, everybody's welcome, and that's all taking place at the Royal Canadian Legion, 3591 Dundas Street in Toronto. Tickets are only $15, and it is a cash bar. You can give Geraldine a call at 416-440-0601. The Loud Association will be hosting a St. Patrick's Day parade kickoff party, the wee county member or not. You're all welcome. And if you want uh, information on that, you'll uh, give uh, Tara Malloy a shout at the Loud Association. It's all taking place tonight at the Frog and Firkin, located at Young and Shepherd. The IPOY luncheon, and that's honouring Eddie Brett. It's all taking place tomorrow at the Hilton Hotel at 145 Richmond Street, and that takes place at 12 noon, of course, after the raising of the flag at City Hall at 11 a.m., so make sure you get down and see that. If you don't have a ticket, I'm not sure if there's any left, but you can give Anne Looney a call, 416-621-2520, or send her an email at irperson2015 at bell.net. And you better be begging to get a ticket into that event. Tuesday, March the 10th at 6pm, Celtic Studies Speaker Series invites you to a lecture by Professor Ivor Walsh of the University College Cork on Oscar's Shadow, Wild and Modern Ireland. And that's taking place in Madden Hall at St. Michael's College, 100 St. Joseph Street. All are welcome and it's a free admission. The lecture is made possible by a grant from the Irish Cultural Society of Toronto. The largest St. Patrick's Day luncheon in the world is taking place next Friday. That's Friday the 13th. And this year's luncheon will be celebrating and honouring Jim Flatterty. You can give Jane Noonan of the Ireland Fund of Canada a call. 416-367-8311. The 2015 Grand Marshals Ball or reception and dance is honouring the Toronto Chief of Police, Bill Blair. It's taking place at Casa Loma. And that's also on Friday, March 13th at 8pm. And the Toronto GEA, and unfortunately we had to bump Barry O'Connor from our show today to get in our interview with Shane Lowry, but the lads are taking on a team from London, England next Saturday. That's Saturday the 14th at 
6pm is the uh, throw-in. The game has been played at Monarch Park Indoor Facility and the travelling team is Needsden Gales. So you want to get out there and cheer the lads on. That should be uh, a cracking match there. And of course on uh, March the 15th, Sunday, March the 15th, we have the St. Patrick's Day Parade right here in Toronto. Jim Kern from the County of Kerry. He's there and he's saying, people, come on out. We want to walk with the folks from Kerry in the parade. You can get uh, in touch with Jim if you want. And uh, unfortunately, they can't get their float out this year. It's buried in snow. But they will be walking. So uh, they'll all be meeting at E8. And uh, Jim is promising good warm weather for the parade. Good man, Jim. And of course, calling all Tyrone friends. They'll be marching in the parade and uh, they want all newcomers and old-timers to come on out and march with uh, Tyrone. And uh, they'll even provide you an old jacket to keep you warm. And there's a a parade party at the Eagles Club on 17 Elm Street. And food and entertainment will be provided there. You can contact Patrick Canavan at 416-206-8670 for uh, information on that. St. Patrick's Day Mass, don't forget, it is a holy day, and that's all taking place at St. Michael's at 10 a.m. on March the 17th. Principal celebrant will be Cardinal Thomas Collins. And the Wolf Tones are playing on St. Patrick's Day. You can give Alan a call at 416-402-3729 for information and tickets. It's all kicking off at 7.30 p.m. at the Estonia House, and tickets are $40. And the Burlington Legion is having its annual St. Patrick's Day dinner, corned beef and cabbage. And that's all taking place down in Burlington. And uh, it's uh, they'll be dancing there. Jukebox, a favourite duo of the Burlington Oakville Hamilton area, will be providing the music and entertainment. And uh, they'll be dancing till at least 11 o'clock anyway. So fair play to them all. All right, folks, if you want all the email addresses and phone numbers, make sure you get to our website, SaturdayIrishRadio.com. Well, listen, Kenny, a a message from our friends over at the Galway Arms, uh, just building on all the stuff that's going on in the city. The Galway Arms, located at 838 The Queensway in Etobicoke. They invite you to come and enjoy some of the finest pints in the city, feature some of the best Irish meals in Toronto. So drop in to see the Keane family or call them at 416-0. 416-251-0096 or www.galwayarms.ca and um, also the Galway Arms is Toronto's home of Gaelic Games and some of the events that are coming up are there's hurling going on there at noon today Dublin versus Cork and then at 2 o'clock this afternoon Dublin take on Tyrone in the uh, Football League and then followed by that is Cavan against Kildare and then tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock Clare take on Tipperary and then just after that there's football, Kerry take on Cork. And uh, also, Michael wanted to let some of the listeners know that he will be showing the rugby game between Ireland and Wales Ooh. next week. That is probably Ireland's uh, most important game between now. That's what Wales stand between them and I would say a triple crown and a grand slam. So get down there and watch that with all of your uh, fellow Gales. And uh, Michael also wanted to mention that next Sunday after the parade, Brian McIntyre will be playing the music down yeah, there. Brian. So get down to the Galway Arms and support those folks over the St. Patrick's Day celebrations. And we're going to have a great old, um, we'll have great old, uh, uh, great old St. Patrick's Day. Here. Indeed, yeah. So it's building like crazy now. I just so. wanted to go back to the uh, Shane Lowry. What an absolute gentleman. He is a gentleman, yeah. yeah. And uh, he's even said to us uh, off offline there now that he'd be putting a couple of tickets aside for us down at uh, yeah. at Arnold's torna- tournament. So uh, we look forward to meeting him down there and we can come back and give an old report on that. So Unsolicited, be good. unsolicited. And um, he tees off, actually, he teed off a minute ago. 
Fair so, play to him uh, now. That was very nice of him to was. take that call. He was right on the range down there. That's that's as close as you get for him to prioritize like that. That, something that was else. fantastic. That's how let's high up we rank on his uh, radar. Yeah, I'd huh? That's something. I'd, I'd say we should. And I want to throw something out here. Uh, you were very good now to play a request when I wasn't here last week for uh, mm-hmm. my godmother, my aunt, Josie. And uh, they were partying all week back over there in Sligo. <laughs> and uh, they're probably still holding their old heads. But uh, the sisters all went out for a great dinner. And they had a great old bit of crack. And uh, I, I hear a few of them might even be listening in today. One of my favourite aunts, Breda, is, uh, is listening in this morning in her kitchen there and probably having a wee cup of coffee. And uh, her daughter, Tara, my cousin, one of my favourite cousins. And uh, she's a teacher. And I think one of the songs you have going out here is uh, School Day is Over, isn't it? But, School uh, Day is Over is lined anyway, up. Anyway, I want to give an old shout out to them. Yeah. Uh, over there, half a Sligo was listening in today. And Jim McCann, uh, obviously, uh, rest in peace. Um, big part of the band, the Dubliners. And uh, we're going to go out with that. And uh, we do have a uh, a winner here for our Tommy Tiernan. I just oh, got deadly. a note from one of our loyal listeners who's from Mayo. Oh, be the Lord. Kathleen okay. sent in. And... Um, Deadly. She got the right answer. She did, did yeah. she? County, County Meath, she That's said. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well done, Kathleen. Fair right. play to you. And, Two tickets. Um, we'll have more of them, maybe. Our number one fan. Yeah. Uh, he's uh, the man, uh, the cricket man, the cricket. He's, <laughs> our, he's our wicket on cricket. Sean Gilroy <laughs> called in and said that the uh, the Irish cricket team is doing phenomenal. <laughs> and I think they have a chance to make it to the quarterfinal. So good luck to them, lads. All Absolutely. As well. All right, folks. Slán Aguif Galair. Slán. Irish community can be heard every Saturday from 11 a.m. to noon.